Hi, this is Christopher Mitten, artist of Umbral and Criminal Macabre, and you're listening to 11 O'Clock Comics. <laughs> Blended. It's like it's like a kiss in the middle of my ears. That's what mm. it is. Got to love it. That's the signal, people. You know how it goes. We do this. We're always ready to do this. I'm still saying we should do it every day, but whatever. Jason's the holdout. Yeah. Sure. As, as usual. Someone's got to work. Someone's got to work. <laughs> oh boy. Hey everybody. It's 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 898. You know what I'm going to say, right? It's a palindrome. I bet you're going to say your name. Oh, no, yes, it is. Palindrome. It is, because I was thinking about that all week. I love palindromes. Sacred yep. numbers. And I'm Vince B. You are Vince B. It's the last palindrome of 800. And I am David A. Price. Indeed you are. And, of course, I'm Molly McButter. <laughs> <laughs> Nut butter. You're not Molly McButter. You're Jason. Molly McButter. You're Jason Wood, everybody. Together again on a good old-fashioned episode where we just talk about comics. That's it. Just comics. Brought to you by CheapGraphicNovels.com. That's right. CheapGraphicNovels.com. Did you hear about the the uh, Marvel vs. DC omnibus that they're putting out? There's two of them. Yeah, and the Amalgam um, yeah, yeah. omnibus. Well, you know where you can get those really cheap? Where? At Cheap Graphic Novels? At CheapGraphicNovels.com, yeah. It's right in the name. Yeah, I don't know if the pre-order's up yet, but when it does, you can rest assured that you're not going to be able to find it for a lower price anywhere. Even Amazon, it's craziness. Omnibus editions, trade paperbacks, manga, OGNs. Max has them all at prices that are so low, you will weep with joy. You, your keyboard will blow up because of the, the tears that are just rushing down into it when you see how little you have to pay for this stuff. You'll have to buy a new keyboard. You get those cheap, right? It's practically free. It's almost free. It's like he's giving them away. But speaking of giving things away, once you place an order, you're going to get an email confirmation. You're going to reply to that email confirmation saying, good, Sir Max, guess what? 11 o'clock comics sent me and he's going to reply to you and say you get free shipping on your next order wise man it's just wonderful just go there don't listen to me or us see for yourself cheapgraphicnovels.com nice get it get it i ordered something yesterday did you now yeah something that escaped my notice i did not know that they published the complete cyberforce volume one and I'm like, in hardcover? Silvestri? I needs this. I, I got it sitting on my Regina. It's right in my closet, my bedroom closet. Yeah. It's a, it's Cyberforce 1. It's the original mini the four issues. Then it's Cyberforce 1 to 13. You get uh, a side blade issue here or there, and a rip claw thing. But so what? I want it. I want it all. You want it all. Uh-huh. So there we go. And in honor of the Cyberforce compendium... <laughs> I'm drinking. This is Damn. called. This is from Jack's Abbey. Jack's ass. It's yeah. Uh, uh, well, thinking. I'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, it's a craft lager that's called Haponymous. No, Haponius Union. It's a West Coast style hoppy lager, and prescient as Jason is, this probably came from Jack's ass because that's what it tastes mm. like. <laughs> it's not very good. Yeah, Stankonia. Yikes. Damn. But I'm drinking it because I opened it. More like Big Boy instead of Three Stacks. Um, well, I, um, I what I'm drinking sounds like I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot more than you're enjoying what you're drinking. Um, and that is bubbly grapefruit. I like the sound of that. I like the cut yeah. of your jib. B-U-B-L-Y, bubbly. Oh, buble. Yes. Like Michael Bubbly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I he, he's very endearing to me for some reason. I don't know him. I like mm -hmm. the. I mean, he's he's got a good voice, but he could you know do nefarious things in his personal life. But it doesn't seem that way to me. It seems like he's sure. a nice guy. I know you both are not big 
sports fans, but I don't know if you saw any of the Super Bowl commercials, but I saw them all. The, the Sarah V one cracked me up. I thought that was stupidly funny. Yeah, that was good. That was Michael Sarah V. <laughs> it, was, it was stupid. She's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you brought that to an ad agency, they'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Like, it was probably the the stars were in the the exact alignment where someone greenlit that. Somebody with intelligence and and and, and taste greenlit that. I wonder if it's the same agency that did do the whole uh, Michael Bubbly campaign. I don't know. They got to change the riff, though. It's Going back little... to that well. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, huh. I, with, uh, by, huh. um... Do it again. Huh. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. So this is from, uh, well, part of this cocktail is from uh, Suntory. It's uh, Roku Gin, distilled in Japan, uh, with some tonic. Little, little splash of... Uh, of lime juice. What's nice about well, I want to say what's nice. What's interesting about the the Roku gin and not pure coincidence with, with with Vince's new media setup at home. But there you go. the um, there's a slight. It, it's weird. I mean, because my wife prefers Hendrix if she's having a gin and tonic. I I like the Drumshambo that I mentioned two episodes ago, and then uh, this is good. But there is a slight, um, oh, uh, not not uh, not like rubbing alcohol, but it's not as. Uh, I hope not. No, yeah, I mean, it, but there's there's just it. It's not. It's not for me. It's not as uh, top shelf as as say a Hendrix would be. It's still good. It's still really good in a gin and tonic. But the gin by itself, maybe not so much. But yeah, so that's what I'm sipping on. And and with a couple of uh, ice cubes, since I replaced the ice maker in our fridge the other day, uh, I'm, I'm taking advantage of uh, of my spoils. Nice. There you go. Excellent. What do you want to talk about? Uh, maybe some comics? Yeah, okay. Got anything in particular? Anything in mind? Anything new? It was a big week for number ones, wasn't it? Was it? Oh my god, he's exhausting. Jesus, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> he see, he sits there like we have to pull it out of him. Why? Is, why do I got to go first? What's because you that? almost always go first. That's not true. You it's, go first most of the time. That's why he said almost. That's not <laughs> even true because I bet if we had an, a very industrious. Uh, listener that wanted to go back and, and tally who went first over the course of the entire 898 episodes. I think you would have be you'd be definitely be in the majority. Mm. I, I think that's tr- think. a trash take. Yeah, that's not. It's so weird. Like, it, what kind of reality am I living in where black is now white? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. Dap and I are both barren right now. I don't, I don't. I think. I think you're out of yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you just set a trend? Okay, how about that? And you go first and talk about something. Uh, yeah, I, I hate that you're putting me on the spot. I'm so I'm so not prepared. Yeah, I doubt that. No, no I'm kidding. Um, first of all, well, there's a book on my list, and I don't know. There was a week that I wasn't here that you guys did a show, and I want to make sure you didn't talk about this book that week. <laughs> a week. <laughs> Oh, stop. <laughs> it's I'm tra- it's like trying to triangulate like, who might be the father of your baby. I know it was around this time when the book came out. That's why All them hoes are the father All of your baby. <laughs> um, did you guys ever talk about Pine and Merrimack? No. no I, I think oh, no. Um, d- Tony may have. Well, that's what I'm asking. I, thought I mean, unless him. it was a preview, but I don't remember him. Because t- when I was reading it, I, I think I would have remembered if Tony had talked about it. Right. Okay. okay. Well, right. So... so so, all right, great. Well, we can talk about that then. Because it's Kyle Starks, I, it is yes. Kyle Starks. Yeah, I, I, um, you know, we've talked. All, I mean, last year was the year of Kyle Starks, right? We we talked about just what an incredible output he had. Everything was a hit. It was just dude, dude batted a thousand last year, and you know, we had a nice conversation with him at New York Comic Con, and uh, you know, he he was as equally excited, dare I say, ebullient about his twenty twenty four. Right. He was telling us, oh, what do you see what I have in store for 2024? I got this book and this book and this book. And um, Pine and Merrimack was one of the books. And I didn't, um, you know, I, Kyle's one of those people now. Well, I'll buy sight unseen. So I'm sure I read the solicit 
but I didn't remember anything about it when I got the, when I finally got the book and, um, you know, but again, it was Kyle Stark. So I figured there's no way I'm not going to find something to enjoy from this book. But what I didn't know I was going to get, and now I'm never want to have a month without it is Fran Galan's artwork. <laughs> Cause <laughs> I mean, uh, Fran's art is sumptuous. Yeah. It, it's so European and, and the way that, the coloring, it just looks almost like you're watching a, a you know beautifully done movie. It's it's so emotive and it's sexy. The line, you know, he draws men and women beautifully in like classic way, but it's 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 it, I don't know, it's just it's mesmerizing. I really, really love the art, and I thought the art was paired perfectly for the story because a lot of times when Kyle does stories, they're so outrageous that the art it the artists themselves are pretty outrageous, prone to wild use of, 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 you know, um, non-traditional anatomy and the like. And, and often that's the right choice for his books, I think, because they're so extreme. Um, but this is a little more nuanced. This is a story about a husband and wife who are um, uh, private detectives. And their office is on the corner of Pine and Merrimack. Um, and the husband's an ex-football player, badass, like just a total fight, like a, you know, a MMA fighter, just, just a, just an ass kicker. Uh, and, and the wife is the, you know, the brains, of the operation. And we're really just brought into this world that brought me back to like the 1980s and nineties. When you have all those shows with the male and female, you know, counterparts, you had the moonlighting, right. And the mm-hmm. heart, mean, heart, heart, right. Yeah. I mean, Remington steel, like all, there's just so many of them, but, um, uh, it just felt like that. And it was well paced and, and he, Kyle wrote the characters where you genuinely believe that they're in love with each other. It's popped off the page and there was a good bit of humor, of course, because Kyle's great that way. Um, and it sets up a pretty nifty, um, storyline. Basically they take on any task except for they don't, they don't do, uh, kidnappings and, and, you know, because they don't want to deal with like the, they don't want to deal with, 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 with stuff like murder. And, and, and part of that is because the wife had some trauma, uh, when she was younger, related to all of that, but um, but this story, because of circumstances that un, un, you know unfold in, in the first issue, they have to they end up breaking that rule and taking on this case um, that they wouldn't normally take on. And uh, I just I can't wait to see what happens next. It's um, you know it's one of those deals where I think they're going to put out a mystery in in the form of a paper, you know trade paperback sized. And then, and then theoretically it can continue, but it'll be based on the sales. So I have no idea if we're going to get more after this first arc, but uh, I think it's going to be a fun little ride while we, while we have it. You know what? I have to agree with everything you said. Oh, shit. Right on. Yeah. I mean, it's right. weird, but you, you're, you're dropping some honest-to-God truth. There we go. Uh, yeah. You know what? I, I think it's a beautifully illustrated successor to the Maze Agency. That's what yes, it means. Well, like the maze agent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not, not in like when when I say it, fe- it feels like mage agency. That doesn't mean that the characters are cut from the same cloth. Like the the overall vibe from the book, <laughs> I, I the the air made me feel like I did when I read the maze agency. Sure, I get you. Which was a little bit more moonlighting than this. This mm-hmm. they're already married. There, there are a couple, yeah, so, right? There's none of that right. bullshit. That's yeah. all gone, which is good because you can only do that so much. And then when you when you shatter that that window, everything falls apart like moonlight. So when that when Maddie dropped the panties, the yeah. show show yep. fell off the cliff. Yeah. yeah, no, it's gorgeous. It's really nice to look at, and it's a good. It's a cool story. Starks is no slouch. He's a good writer. No He's doubt, very good, compelling. Makes me want to keep reading. There's mm-hmm. one page though, I, he must have been paid by the word on that page because <laughs> there's a lot of words on that page. But that's okay. <laughs> You're giving me value for the the dollar, right? If it was enough set issue, I probably wouldn't like it. Yeah. Cap, <laughs> you read it, right? I did. It um, at first. At first, I, I kudos to 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 not uh, to Kyle for. Uh, I'm assuming it's Kyle. The cliche for me would have been that the characters' names were Pine and Merrimack. I'm so glad 
that their office is located at the cross streets and and this way we actually get their own names and it's not like it's just some some catchy title of the book but when i first saw the cover and and i i um and i realized it was um there was a there's a couple that was investigating uh it reminded me and not 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 so much with the art slightly but not as much it reminded me of the unknown which was uh a miniseries and it, and it had a sequel by Mark Wade and uh, the late Mink Oosterveer. And it, 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 it's not the same at all because there was, there was a little bit more of the, um, of the, I don't want to say a cult or mystic, but, but there was some supernatural elements to the unknown that are not present in Pine and Merrimack. So, so they are completely different. It was just a, a little tinge I, I, I had when I saw the cover uh, before I started reading the, um, the story is absolutely great. I, I, uh, I feel for the characters. I, 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 uh, I love my man cause he's, he's, he's got his woman's back and he is, he's, he's not, he's not somebody you are going to fuck with. He is, he's, 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 he's not only going to protect her, but he's going to do whatever, uh, needs to be done to, uh, handle he's got to handle his business he's gonna do work together to solve the case but yeah i um i i really am i i, I can't wait to see where uh where we go from here as, as the mystery unfolds and they start to uh figure out uh who's responsible for what but but the art is is absolutely amazing it's, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous uh, it's, it's just, it, it's it's just ridiculous yep. uh yeah that definitely definitely recommend it it's um yeah, I, even the cover when when you see the cover for the second issue in the back, it, it that that looks great. But yeah, totally, totally recommended it. And and it's I'm sure it's something that could it it's this is something that could translate to other mediums. But I uh, I I'm I'm quite happy to uh, keep it contained to the page for now. I don't want to um, I, I with stories like this. I like getting that uh, that surprise or that shock when you when, when you turn the page. I don't want to. Um, I don't. I don't need anything to. I don't. I don't need anything live action to, for trailers or, or or things to to hint or tease. Just just give me a straightforward story, which I, I was really happy with this first issue. So yeah, absolutely thumbs up. Yeah, I'm go. I I went through it and every board, every page. I'm thinking, man, none of this is easy. He's not taking he's not taking no. shortcuts with any of this stuff. Um and talking heads is a lot more difficult than some would have you believe. At least illustrating compelling sequences of people just say people just talking and listen to your our discussion of powers. <laughs> right. I, I mean yeah, that's that that's there's nothing tedious about this book. It's it's all electric. And the character design's wonderful. Like yep. really superlative work. It's 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 humbling. I'm envious of this guy's skill. Um, it's just amazing. Yeah, and I don't want to discount Kyle's work, but without Fran, it would just be words, right? So I, I think this team is like stellar. Yeah, it's, I mean, and uh, and considering the artists that uh, that Kyle has worked with, like this would not the the style of I hate this place wouldn't work here. The 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 trigger keaton would like it he he seems to work with artists that just he he's got a knack for co-creating works with 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 people that do a great job of of putting the images to his stories he's got a director's eye yeah 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 it's it's a winner yep hopefully boom will put i i don't know what boom's tendencies are when they collect things but hopefully uh, someone will realize that this needs to be in a nice slim hardcover. If it's four or six issues, whatever it is, and then keep doing it in the hardcover format because these are keepers. Yeah, yeah. Not to bring it down, but before we get too far further in, we should uh, we should pour one out and raise our glass to Mr. Paul Neary who passed. Absolutely. Out. Yep. Seventy-four <sighs> years old. That's age, which I don't like to see that. Yes, but I will. I'll give you a little uptick. Mm. Rest well, Paul Neri. 
but a little bit of sunshine. If you haven't listened to Felix's recent podcast episode, what is it, 55? 55. With David Cho, you need to do it. As Jason would say, with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Because it is an excellent two hours of art talk, comic talk, um, uh, falling into a, a nice big pile of gold. <laughs> and it's just, it, it's an, and, and he is completely genuine. Totally. He's a real one. I mean, and to his, to his fault sometimes. Oh yeah. It's got yeah. him in a lot of trouble, but like you yeah. said, he's, he's, he's kind of failed his way through a really great life. Like he's, he, um, I mean, I don't know how often you've heard show interviewed or, or listened to his podcast, but I think this chat with Felix is the most like baseline accessible I've ever heard him. Oh yeah, he, and he seemed to be really relaxed. I would not be yeah. in his position. Yeah, I, I'd be genuflecting in front of Cho, but um, I don't talk to people other than you two usually. <laughs> I had to send Felix an email. I'm like, my, I know, yes, my dude, <laughs> this this thing was amazing. Like, well done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't surprised, but it's nice to tell people, give accolades when people do wonderful things. So oh, I, sure. I just told him, yeah, yeah. You guys probably know this, but I, I was, I, I wonder how many people who think of Paul Neary recognize that he is at least in some tangential way the one who gave us Alan Moore. Yeah. He hired Alan Moore to write Captain Britain. Yeah. Well, and Alan was making was making comics before that. Yeah, I was going to say you might argue that Alan Moore would be transcendent, regardless, and he but, might be. But my my point is, is that yes, Paul Neary is is an or I should say was a, a, an incredible inker, and he inks some of my all time favorite comics, much of which were. I mean, Neary is 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 part and parcel for. I mean, my love of Alan Davis art to this day. I mean, it's a no small part. Thanks to Paul, right? You know, yeah. and um, but but he, I mean, he he's one of the most accomplished inkers, I think, of his of his generation, if not of all time. And but he also had really interesting other parts of his career, including being editor in chief of Marvel UK on two occasions. And uh, yeah, it's it's he's had, he had a real full life, man. I give him that. Like he definitely lived his life. So that's that's a, we can, we only have so long on this planet. So you should you should make the most of it. And it seemed like he really did. Yes. True. I have something strange and wonderful and a little bit stupid, but mm-hmm. all of the good things are have a little bit of stupid in them, right? Mm-hmm. This was written by Mark Russell. Okay, Pink Flint, Panther? Flintstones, yeah. Pink, um, it, w- w- it wasn't Pink Panther, was it? Yes, it was, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, illustrated by Peter Snayberg. I think it's a record. Oh, no, it's not, I think it's Snagglepuss. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, that's what it was, Snagglepuss. Yes. But yeah, I, I always go back to Flintstones because that series was yep. great. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I, you know, the Snagglepuss was good, but the the Flintstones was like it was really good. Yeah. Top shelf, great. Uh, illustrated by Peter Snayberg, whom I've mentioned probably three times in the last what six episodes. Like, what's happening? It's a Peter Snayberg invasion. It's published by Ahoy Comics now. I read one or two of these as they were coming out because they were uh, originally published in Ahoy's Edgar Allan Poe, Snifter, etc. anthologies. Sure. Remember those? Um, the trade is called Serial, Sweet Darkness. And it's so silly. It is, <laughs> it is a universe based on your favorite breakfast cereals. Wow. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, it, it starts in Choclovania. <laughs> See what I mean? It's silly, <laughs> stupid, but it's fun. And, and, and the Marquis de Coco, he, this, this um, guy has been throwing parties for his closest friends for a long time. But not dinner parties. Because he reasons that anybody could crash a dinner party on a whim, like any drunkard could stumble in off the street and go to a dinner party, but he throws breakfast parties. Crack of dawn, 
soirees that required genuine concern and commitment from the invited. Like only my closest friends would deign to wake up at an early hour and come to my castle for breakfast. Like these are my closest, my, my buds, right? But um, he's have, having some problems lately. Um, he was bitten by a vampire stable boy. And you know what happens. You know the deal, right? Vampires in sunlight do not mix. But the Marquis insisted that the breakfast parties continue, lest his friends and rivals, you know, do the numbers and connect the dots. And, and they see, like, wait a minute. Oh, there's a, a, a rising tide of vampire attacks in our in our realm. And now the Marquis doesn't want to be seen in the early morning hours like he doesn't want people to put two and two together so i mentioned rivals and the marquis definitely has one in the duke larange and the duke has eyes for the marquis's gorgeous wife lady coco so they're sitting at the breakfast table long long banquet table and the sunlight's coming into the banquet hall and those in attendance they're tearing into their cereal some of the attendees you have a bushy Mustached sea captain dressed in blue. <laughs> you have Count Dubari and his two sons, Franken and Bo. <laughs> Come on, don't you see it? Franken Bari. <laughs> Bo Bari, like it's, it, it writes itself. But I gotta, you know, you have to take note. Some of the names change over the course of the, the stories, which makes me wonder. If maybe they didn't tweak some of the names a little bit for legal reasons, and you'll see why in a second. Mm. So they're at the bank, the, the, this huge banquet table, and the marquee is burning up. The sun is touching him; his hands are starting to smolder and smoke. And the Duke Larange is taking his time; he's just chilling as, as the light is searing the marquee's flesh. Lady Coco can't stand it anymore; she she bolts out of the room. And the Duke follows her, and he offers her a proposition. He's like, I know what's going on. Your husband's a vampire. I'm not going to say anything if, and only if, you leave him and come with me. It's a pickle, right? So the lady agrees, and, and the Marquis is completely distraught. Um, he never thought it would come to this. The, the lady tells him, it's the only way. Uh, we have to do this. And so she leaves him to join the Duke. But here's the twist on the first story. The Marquis is so heartbroken, not that his wife has left him for another man, but that he had to turn her to put an end to their predicament. He, he turns her into a vampire. And she rips into the Duke. And she solves you know one problem, but that opens the door to many more because there's a villain afoot. And the villain's name is General Mills. Oh my God. <laughs> but they changed. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It is. They, they, but they changed his name over the course of the series. The first story, he's called General Mills. Well, maybe the first or second. And then he's called General Post. So like I'm, like I'm saying, maybe there was some kind of legal ramification or just in order to, to head those off at the past, they decided to tweak them. Like um, Frankenberry is Frankencherry. Later on in, in the like, if you can, mm. you, you can ignore that kind of stuff, and maybe just you know. But um, so the rebellion, right? There's a giant fortress honeycomb. There's a leprechaun kingdom, and their king has a crown that masters the four wisdoms. You know what the four wisdoms are, Jason? Tell me. Pink hearts, blue diamonds, yellow moons, <laughs> and green clovers. <laughs> Tell <laughs> ah, <laughs> you it's fucked clever, up. Yo. Yeah, there's a, ca a Captain Crackle and his rhyming toucan. There's a werewolf with a hunger for fruit. Fruit brute. Um, the rebel, Frankencherry, is ripped apart and put back together into a Frankenstein monster style. And he's pink. Right? Frankenberry, Frankenberry. There's an anthropomorphic frog gravedigger that says, Dig him! <laughs> but one of the best things is Franken's brother, Bo, is killed by Captain Crackle. 
and he becomes a blue ghost. Are you drawing that line? Or do I have to do it for you? <laughs> the blueberry, right? There's an anthropomorphic tiger named Duke Antonio. Tony the <laughs> Tony tiger. Tony. Yes, and the, the one of the most evil characters, there's a bloodthirsty Quaker. Like the one on the can of the instant oatmeal. But but it's a rebellion. They're, they're trying to take out the uh, general post. And uh, I won't say how it comes out, but there's a target audience here. And I am that, right? I'm a monster kid. I grew up on the monster serials, Frankenberry, Booberry, Count Chocula. Um, if, if you are of a certain vintage, this is going to sing for you. If you were born within the last 20 years, then it's probably not going to connect, right? But Snaberg's art's phenomenal in this thing. Don't want to say EC level. That's crazy. Mm. No, that's crazy talk, right? But it has an EC vibe to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's, his rendering is so gorgeous. The, the um, Lady Coco is absolutely stunning. The poor Frank and Cherry is revolting in all the right ways. The, the leprechaun is amazing <laughs> with his little, his little crown. And it's just, it's, it's, it's basically serial themed star wars there's a rebellion and they got to take out the big dog and everyone in the kingdom will live happily ever after do they do it I, read the damn book yeah that's all i'm going to say but it, it's it's a really it, i thought it was a wonderfully giddy experience for me everything i like was under you know one cover beautifully illustrated the the diet well you, you know you've read uh, Russell stuff. He's a good writer. The, the dialogue is snappy. The events are just great. And, and there's, there's a little bit of the creepiness one story. And then the next one, there's maybe a little bit of espionage. And they all come together at the end. It's great. And it's from Ahoy Comics. Hmm. Do I got to tell you this, the title again? It's called Serial. The, there's, <laughs> there you go. It's great. Don't, I wouldn't try and, and scare up, pun intended the Edgar Allan Poe issues, because I don't think the print runs on those were super high. And I think, doesn't uh, doesn't this have like a different conclusion or or or, or material that wasn't available in... I was, yeah, the, I'm glad you mentioned that, because I was trying to find, I, did, I read the trade, I was trying to find right. all of the chapters, because I bought all of the Edgar Allan Poe issues. And I couldn't find some of them. So maybe... They they polished it off in trade format. You, you yeah you may be right. I, I found a, a, you know one or two, but I was like God damn it, well, what are these in? Because I know I bought all of the Edgar Allan Poe stuff, and so now you get a nice little scoop them up all in one, and um, it'll do your heart good. Mm-hmm. It's great. Sure. Nice. Yeah. Something makes me happy. I'm I'm just gonna trumpet it from the rooftops like there's this isn't um you know criterion channel right <laughs> this this is fun no i'm just saying it, it's fun heartwarming soul food and i i, I love that mm-hmm. yeah that's right uh you see i mean not that uh not that anybody's in a rush to um find out that there's a a guest artist coming up on uh on gi joe but if somebody is yeah. going to fill in oh, for, yeah, for right. Mooneyham, yeah pelletier that's going to be amazing and it looks like it's like a zartan centric issue yeah. Yeah, that's cool. yeah looks looks really, really nothing wrong with pelletier not, not at all nothing not wrong. at all no i have a page by him um what do you have i have a uh when he um when he worked on uh Fantastic Four, I think when uh, when McDuffie was writing. Oh it, no, was shit! The, the, the interim, yeah. So so uh, Johnny is on the page, T'Challa, uh, and I think it's it's Johnny is trying to like put his uh, Mac moves on one of the uh, Dormelage, and that shit just got shut down with the quickness. Huh. Um, At least Storm's not on it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, <laughs> so I, um, bruh. Speaking of things, make. Like like Vince make me happy, the uh, the second chapter uh, in the um, in this little uh, live bizarro or die arc 
in Action Comics by Jason Aaron and uh, John Timms. Um, man, I I didn't know how we were going to go at when 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 the first chapter ended because Superman and Lois had had both turned, but uh, they're not alone because it's pretty much all of Metropolis and uh, so they've kind of like no man land metropolis they've quarantined it off batman's on the outside he's 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 making sure nobody gets out um dr fate and zatanna uh are among those who are trying to uh reverse this the spell so to speak unfortunately fate's been turned and you um and you cut to uh constantine and uh blue devil oh yeah it's great to see him and and, and i like the way tim's handles it's 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 one panel that they're, they're just in there briefly but uh like there's no that superman doesn't want his his family in metropolis he's just he's 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 the only one because he does he 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 does find a way to beat back the bizarro that's that's in his head um and uh and and so it's 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 a it's kind of a dark and not mopey but there's there's definitely um it's it's a bit melancholy because uh superman is just trying to he's he's uh like there's a there's a brain surgeon who's getting ready for surgery unfortunately he's on the table and his patient is the one who's going to do the surgery uh you've got uh, firefighters running around with fire instead of water they're they're, they're putting homes on they're, they're they're blazing them up so um Everything obviously is since it's bizarro, it's all reversed uh, or opposite, and uh, and it it's you know it, there's a lot of just Superman thinking on ways to to fix this, and uh, and you know it, it's gotten to the point where he can he can't even really it, it's too quiet because it's not because no one's making any noise because all he really hears is is bizarro. Uh, inside his head but the cliffhanger at the uh, the end of the issue it kind of makes sense um it's it it's going to it's going to be for an interesting team up uh but yeah it, it still it, it looks absolutely amazing because it's tim's uh jason aaron is writing a superman story that uh, is is a bit of a punch to the gut it's it's not really a way that uh I kind of like to see the, the the Blue Boy Scout, but uh, for the sake of the story, it it it's it is what it is. But yeah, it was. Uh, it's what's nice though is that because obviously, I mean not obviously, but I mean the, the entirety of Metropolis is is like it's it's overrun by just bizarros, and and the the, the city is like basically it's not. It's not leveled, but I mean, there are some buildings that are completely destroyed, and and uh, and it, cars are on fire, and there's just it 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 looks like a war zone. It it it, it looks like it, it kind of looks like a Metropolis from the Man of Steel movie, but it, it it's it's a wreck, and I I I I am so glad that this is just a, a self-contained story within action comics, because something like this, a, a breakout like this and, and the destruction on this scale that this would have, you know, 25 years ago, this would have been a line wide event and, and it doesn't, it, it doesn't need to be. It, it's, we're going to just, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure Superman will save the day, but it's just, it, it is, I, I, I do appreciate Jason Aaron just just giving us enough where where it, it's not completely hopeless, but it's not like Superman's gonna gonna save the day with with you know a big smile and and rainbows and, and lollipops are gonna fall from the sky. It, it's uh it's a little bit of a heavy story, but yeah, he um, luckily at least at the start there were there were no casualties. I, I don't know if that will continue as the. Uh, story continues i i'm dying to find out uh how this um how this all gets resolved but yeah i uh i i am really happy with uh with, with jason and john on uh on action comics right now 
For sure, Luke Davis, it'll be. Can we talk about the Dutch? You have been, been at the bit to talk about the Dutch. Jason, you ready for this? Of course, dude. Bring it on. Well, I just want to say, separate from the story, I've tra- I've cracked the Dutch code in the, now, in, in the title. Yeah, see, so, so I, it took me a second uh, because I was, I thought like there were clues throughout the issue Mm-mm. and you were going back through, through old, old image books to see, to, to, to try to piece where like these characters showed up or maybe. Oh, this no, 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 no. But no, no, no. It, it, I, I didn't, it, it took me a second, uh, it took me more than a second to realize that, that, that title was, was synonymous with logo. It's a, it's an amalgamation of, a, of, of five books. Yeah. The font stylings of five books. Yeah. The, the D's pretty obvious. If you can't get the D for shame. Jason, where's the D from? I have no. I I gave zero thought to the logo until you proudly told us you deciphered the code. So I couldn't even tell you what the logo looks like right now. Okay, the D is from Savage Dragon. Yeah. Aha. The U. Any takers? Youngblood. Yes. The T is a dead yeah. giveaway. The T That's... team Youngblood. Oh, okay. All right. The C is from. Cyberforce. Cyberforce. The H was the one that gave me trouble. Not Hellspawn. No. Uh, Operation Operation Night Strike. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And I, because I was looking at and it, it had been bothering me since the Zero issue. I'm like, these motherfuckers pulled fonts from, from a bunch of titles to make the, the Dutch. And I'm like... I need to know where these books came from. Like again, like I said, the, there some were very obvious, but that H was nagging at me, and the the H in in uh, Night Strike. Boom, done, decoded. Thanks. That's a good. It's a good catch on the T. I would have thought Wildcats at first, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, Team Youngblood. Well, respect for you deciphering that. I obsess over stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do. It's like a puzzle, and I need to I to, to solve it. Yep. Um, Dutch number one, written by Joe Casey, illustrated by Simon Gain, color art by Francesco Segala and Gloria Martinelli. Great, all caps, lettering by Russ Wooten. I think the lettering in this book is amazing. Mm-hmm. If every book were lettered this way, oh, life would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? So what do you think? You want to use those, but you thought you're the one that was championing the bit to talk about. I thought it was well. It picks up if you haven't read Dutch Zero for shame, but yeah. it, it's there's not a whole lot of heavy lifting. Dutch's um, past life is coming back to haunt him in a in a really really bad way, and so in this issue, uh, he, Jake just makes a a play to. Uh, pierce the defenses of the pentagon <laughs> He's, he yeah. wants answers damn it so he infiltrates the pentagon and uh has to contend with the defenses uh but he's he easily bests light of, work yeah light very work. light yeah. and he's rewarded for his efforts with an audience with another figure from his past erica richmond aka infinity who appeared in you guys remember no brigade supreme uh, she's like two issues of supreme maybe two issues of brigade not a very omnipresent character in the extreme universe which is cool i mean it makes sense to use a character like that in the present so you're not tripping over your your own stuff trying to you know keep the current narrative in in you know cahoots with what has come before there doesn't need to do any of that and it's all about geiger they had a cybernet, of which Dutch was once a member, remember? But then he teamed up with with uh, all the dudes to take out Geiger and then stuck around for Youngblood. But uh, no, this issue's all action. Uh, after he infiltrates the, the Pentagon, um, a, a wave of cybertech kill drones come and he makes short work of them until he maneuvers himself into a position near a window. <laughs> and then uh, no armor, basically just p- 
pajama bottoms, he and uh, a bunch of uh, kill drones just uh, careen out of the window, and that's where the the issue ends. But I I was very much aware of Gain's skill. Like if you read uh, IDW's Godzilla, right around maybe a year or two after it first started, Gain did a nice stretch of Godzilla, and I thought that was amazing. Like. One of the better takes, needless to say, on Godzilla, but he is just lifting the heavyweights here. Like, there's action all over the place. Thousands of little pieces of shattered glass everywhere. The kill drones are beautifully realized. Like, I just thought this book was a, a treat for the eyes and the, the uh, again, the heart, because this is all nostalgia again, right? That's what mm-hmm. this, the, the, the gas in this engine is nostalgia. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, yeah, I mean, this, it, like you're saying it, I'm like, yeah, I guess you're like, I wasn't, this book when I was reading it didn't get, didn't make me think of nostalgia, but I know, but, but I don't know why. I mean, you're right. You're right, like, you're right in what you're saying, but it didn't, I didn't like, as I was reading it, I was thinking of it completely as, as from like a modern conceit. Like I was just like, okay, like that well, was my take. Well, yeah, but they've stripped away everything, all of the visual elements of dutch that we were used to that's all gone now he's just a middle aged man with a cybernetic arm i mean aren't we all well i have a cybernetic other thing but yeah (laughs) no it's just it's another one of those dark knight-esque aging hero Uh, your mileage may vary on that but um just trying he 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 realizes there's a worm in the apple and nobody believes him and yeah. now and, and and so he's 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 right because the you know the if you have cybernet uh cybertech kill drones coming after you geiger's got to be somewhere around right because he was he was the, the head honcho of cybernet mm-hmm. uh, yeah and i think the gain version of Geiger's amazing, like they didn't, yeah, totally they they didn't draw him that evil back in the day. Yeah, really, really great. Yeah, he looks like it's a hell spawn. Like, yeah, but it's it's. I thought this book was wonderful. Yeah, Gaines art's great. Yep. I, I sometimes forget it, and then I'll see something by him and be like, oh shit, yeah. Doesn't do a whole lot. I no, mean, he did for a while, and then he went away. He yeah. definitely has a, a grist vibe to his his work but like a paul grist but oh, yeah. um a more more gritty paul grist but i think they spring from the same uh well which is great i, I yeah i i've been waiting for this book he did, well, oh I, but he didn't he do um he did sunburn he did, right he yeah. did paris he did yeah he's been yeah. doing some ogns yeah. for him i was gonna say some because sun, sunburn was only like 2022 right so yeah so he did a whole graphic novel that probably took him a while to do i didn't yeah. get that that you said 22 that came out yeah, we talked about it. it yeah, Paris was the last year. And, yeah, pa- or no, Paris yeah. was the year before. Yeah, Paris was the year before. Was the last year. Yeah, it's the oh, one yeah. word that you wouldn't Andy really Watson like. Andy Watson wrote it. Yeah, I don't think you'd like it. Andy Watson, it's it's a, a, gr- a girl's a, studying abroad in Greece, and she gets caught up in a... Oh, I remember like, that now, yeah. 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 Well, uh, yeah. I mean, it looks great. I mean, it's not a enough job, but I mean, that the, the subject matter, I don't know, is really up your alley. Right, right. There's not Frankenberries no. running around in it. Right? Exactly. <laughs> no, just, uh, yeah, just, no, this was just, uh, just the, the heartbreaking love of love and loss. Yeah, I'm a pass on that. <laughs> but I did, and it, it's. I mean, if we're getting three issues of this, I mean, it's it's not. I, I, I'm pretty sure just him him stopping by the office and and talking to Erica might be the. Uh, well, hopefully. It's probably going to be the only uh, dull time in in this series. Is everything else? I mean, as soon as he as soon as he checks into the hotel, from that point on, and not that it's like it's only a few more pages before the end of the issue at that, but still, it, it's there's a lot going on. I don't see how they're going to wrap it up in in the two issues. Like it's it's going to be just a smattering, like a tease. Yeah. It, hopefully it'll lead to something else. Like, I don't know what they have planned. Uh, I, I ha, I'm not privy to the image publication schedule, but I would hope that this leads to something else. Like, maybe some of the boys from the past are going to be back. Mm, hey. That'd be nice. How how steeped in, in the Extreme Universe were you guys? 
back in the day? Not very at all, because that was when I wasn't. It was I was in college. I wasn't getting comics. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, the the <laughs> the extreme stuff wasn't uh, wasn't as exciting to me as uh, as the stuff from uh, from Top Cow or Homage Wildstorm or, or even Todd. I started off strong on the extreme stuff, but then the Comics Journal got their hooks into me. Like I, I've always read the journal, but that, you know, attitude where, you know, image sucks. Why are you reading that crap? Here's yeah. Some, it, it, if you hear it enough or, and you're, or you, in this case, you read it enough, it starts to have an effect. And then after a while, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I, I love these books. Why? I don't care if these people think that they're juvenile and badly rendered and, and, uh, you know, lowbrow, whatever. I, I enjoy them. So I went back and bought all the ones that I missed. Little by little, I'm still, I still have gaps, but, uh, for the most part, yeah, I, I, I reneged. You know, you don't rule me, Comics Journal. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dutch number one. I think you guys should get it if you haven't read it. It is wonderful. But get the zero issue first. Yeah. Yeah, you'll need that. Joe Casey's another name who doesn't do enough. I think he does things. They just don't leave a mark. They don't make a mark. Like, I think you'd be surprised how often he does do things and we just don't ever talk about them. Because that's at uh, the big two or Junior Baker's out now. No, 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 not at the big two. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's done anything for the big two in decades, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, I had to. Ever since he got that Ben 10 money, he's like, I'm good. Yeah. Hey, why not? I had to part ways with the Junior Baker. Same. Yeah, I couldn't. It's. it's, No. Could have left it alone. It was fine. It was, yeah, it was fine where it was. There was no need to revisit it. If 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 uh, Huddleston, right? If um, Huddleston, yeah, the first time around, right? If Huddleston didn't come back for the second, I wasn't either. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was magic. So there you go, listeners. Hope you loved it. Come back next time for more. In the meantime, go to cheapgraphicnovels.com because they have all the stuff you want at the price you want to pay. Email, respond to it. Eleven o'clock comics sent us free shipping on your next order. And do us a favor, do yourself a favor, really. Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash eleven o'clock comics. All of the stuff that used to be given away on the Patreon page is now moved to the Slack. Because the Patreon system, no bueno. Not very user friendly. So what we've done is $5 gets you a bonus episode every month. For now, it's a book of the month. Maybe that will change. Maybe we'll have an interview with a big name. And um, you'll only be able to hear that behind the uh, the Patreon wall. But for now, it's book of the month. And they're long. They're much longer than the newly tweaked weekly or, or twice weekly episodes that you're getting. Uh, that'll get you – $5 will get you that. $10 gets you that and – Access to the Slack, which gets you covers of the day, pages of the day, fanzine downloads of the day. Um, we st- I started an out-of-print download, um, a, a ridiculously out-of-print trade paperback that hasn't been sold in many, many, many years. I put it up for download for our, our uh, Slack members to read and enjoy. Nobody's losing any money. It's out-of-print, stupidly out-of-print, and you can get it there. What else do we do? We we do polls and we, we talk about everything under the sun and it's a wonderful time. So check out the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash 11 o'clock comics in your travels. Whew, had to take a breath. I want you to go out and pick up a copy from Silver Sprocket. It is called Sunflowers by Keezy Young. And it is... Um, a revealing look at what it means to live bipolar. And since I have people in my life close to me who are bipolar, I wanted to be as informed as I can. Like, I'm, I, I witness the effects of bipolar, but that's external, right? This is more of an internal examination of... Uh, Bipolar, and um, it was riveting and revealing, 
and uh, it taught me some stuff. More more often than not, it taught me what what not to say in certain situations because not having not being afflicted with this, I you know I approach it from a I don't want to use that word from a, someone who doesn't have bipolar, okay, and doesn't understand the effects and the signs and and the the, the results of of what it does. So I needed to be more informed than I already am, right? And this book did the trick. I think it's really smartly illustrated. Um, it has a, it's not, but it has a screen printed uh, vibe to it in some, on some pages. Uh, it's a short little book. It's only twenty two pages, but there's there's a lot of 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 copy. So it will, um, you will be informed. And there's a really brilliant section in the middle that that I'm. Not, mm-hmm. I just got to it. I'm, I'm leaping through it as you're talking about it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna. I won't say. So just get no. this. It, it's wonderful. Uh, I, could you say it's wonderful? I mean, it's brave. Uh, it's well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah very well yeah. executed. It's right? it's yeah. strong and it's brave and it and it informed and taught me stuff and I gave it to the person um, in my family and they read it and um, the the response was that's exactly it. That's great. So, yeah, it is uh, again Silver Sprocket. Sunflowers by Kesey Young. Uh, once again, Silver Sprocket fired up the spot varnish machine in the back. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> it's, it's got the spot varnish on it, front and back cover. So really, sexy. Really heavy cardstock, thick, toothy paper, um, which which just absorbs this ink so wonderfully. And it, it's just a pleasure to look at, even though um, maybe some of the things uh, examined in the issue aren't that um pleasureful uh but you need to read it if you want to be aware and informed and more compassionate to those who uh deal with this on a daily basis you should read sunflowers yeah um i'll just uh go ahead and and uh, co-sign that it it's it's um i'm my notes were basically uh i mean there weren't many but uh it's i'm i'm kind of it it's bittersweet. I'm I'm both saddened and, to a degree, delighted that because this isn't the only book of its kind. But I'm it, people are I'm I'm so glad we're we're moving past the stigma from everybody of all shapes and sizes um, of keeping their their traumas or their afflictions or their disorders to themselves. It it's it's a, there's no there's no shame in making people aware of, of what's going on. And the uh, Kesey does a phenomenal job. Um, and, and it touches on the pandemic briefly. There's, there's just, it, it's, it is, it's one thing to see it or uh, a, a, a dramatization of it being presented, but, but for someone who, who's telling you what it's like, to live like this um there's this there's absolutely uh some way to it and it's it it is extremely um well done from from a uh the, the presentation standpoint um i it, uh, there are times where i'll read things like this and and just want to hug the author because i just i i i want I want them to be okay or to know that it's going to be okay. And there's no, there's absolutely no shame in, in admitting that, you know, if you're going through something or, or, or if you need help and that, 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 that this isn't a cry for help or anything. It's just an explanation, but it's, I, there's a sense of hope when, when, when people can actually be out and, and open with, with what's going on in, in their lives or in their minds. And, uh, this was, this was absolutely, this was probably, um, yeah, th- this was, this was the first thing that, uh, that I grabbed from, uh, from, from the, the package from Silver Sprocket. It was, it, and it's, it's absolutely amazing. So yeah, co-sign in your travels. Nice. Sunflowers. I'll tell you, um, I think it was really smartly produced too, because if this was OGN sized, I probably wouldn't have read it. 
Mm-hmm. Like it, it yeah, was, it was a hundred pages. Of everything. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. that's a lot of, of, um, yeah, I know you're it's, living through it. it but yeah. It's a bit much. To, it's a yeah, bit, right. Yeah. So, but like 22 pages down, oh. down and dirty, all of the, you know, the necessary, um, information and humanity and soul searching and everything that is in 22 pages. I think it's the perfect size. Yeah. Yep. Doesn't overstay mm-hmm. its welcome. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love when you read pick up a book and you think it's going to be something and then it turns out to be something else, right? It's always fun. And that rarely happens in the superheroes, at least at least well, relative to the number of superhero comics we may read, but it happened to me this week because I read The Outsiders 1 through 4 co-written by Jackson Lansing and Colin Kelly, which is one of the reasons I picked the book up is because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed their work at Marvel, uh, most specifically their run of Captain America, which I think is low-key one of the better runs we've had in a long time. Um, and they're now over at DC doing their thing, and the art is by Robert Carey. And I thought, okay, you know, I, I know what the Outsiders are about. Like, that's cool. I love me a team book, and I'll always find something to enjoy in the first issue of a new team book because why, Vince? They're getting the band together. Those issues always work for me. So I'm like, all right, you know, we'll see what's up with this. But I didn't realize my guys are trying something. They are giving us planetary again, a new planetary. And I was not expecting it. And if you told me that that's what this was going to be up for, I probably would have scoffed and like, I'm not reading that. But because they tricked me into drunk into giving it a try without prejudging it. I think they're, I think they're killing it. I think it's like, it's really, really well done. It's, it's, uh, it's the con, the premise is bat, uh, is, is Batwing, uh, Lucas hood, uh, K- uh, Kate Kane, AKA Batwoman and a new drummer characters named drummer, but yes, it's a different drummer than the original planetary drummer, um, form a trio and, and they go on, adventures trying to solve these grand adventures in the DC universe. And there's an issue with some deep sea craziness. There is a new, uh, there's a new century person, right? Jenny crisis, AKA not, you know, very much like we would have known Jenny sparks in the past. It's like, I think it's really well done and it feels like planetary. It reads like planetary. It has the same tone. I am shocked and I'm really fascinated that they're doing this in this way, just Trojan horse, because like what percentage of people are picking up the outsiders when it relaunches, right? That's not like a book of people like, Oh, I got to try it. It's not, it's not justice league. Number one, right? There've been so many iterations of the outsiders. I assume most people that go to comic stores regularly don't, you know, you either like the outsiders, you don't, you don't, you're not clamoring to try it or you're not, you're not thinking about it much if you don't already know it. And so to be, doing this planetary thing in this book is so crazy to me. Like it seems so anti-commercial. Like if you're going to do a new planetary, you would think the best way to do it would be to hype it up. Like we're bringing planetary back, you know, new version of, like, and you'd have haters, but you'd get a lot of press and then you'd have people that are curious, but no, they're just fucking doing it. In the outsiders like, they're like, all right, you're like, I can picture it. Like Lansing and Kelly met with DC and DC editors are like, oh, dude, you know, we like you guys. Uh, why don't you come on over? Okay, yeah, cool. Um, yeah, we're going to give you a couple books at your feet. We'll maybe give you, like, the Outsiders to relaunch. Oh, bet. Then they're like, fuck it. Let's just do our thing. And I'm, I love it. It almost feels like, I mean, this is corporate licensed comics, so it's going to sound stupid, but it feels a little punk rock to me. Like, they're, uh, like it feels like they're like, well, why not? Why not do this? Like, like we're, we're and I just think it's great. Like, I really am absolutely, like, infatuated with the fact that they're doing it this way. Neat. <laughs> it's fucking planetary, dude. It's exactly why it's planetary. Yeah. It is. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, I know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it when my friends read comics that they love. See, but if the, my, my point is, is you needed to be tricked into reading this because. Oh, I get it, my friend. I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm You're giddy. I'm glad you loved it. I really did. And I don't I think many people read this it. book. I, I flipped through the first issue because it's, I mean, as, as you were talking and, and yes, nobody, 
nobody except for me and, and maybe Hassan would be clamoring for an outsider's book. But the uh, as as I flip through it, um, and Planetary, of course, uh, a, a top ten series for me. But it's um, and not to say that you know to put peanut butter in my chocolate, but I was. I didn't walk away feeling bamboozled, but I just I wasn't I wasn't in the right headspace for it. So maybe I'll revisit it after the first arc is done. But I'm and I'm 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 glad I love to see the outsider's name out there. I love Lansing and, and Jackson without a doubt, whether they were doing Batman Beyond or Star Trek or anything like that. I'm a big fan of theirs. Um so I will I will check it out even Though and and you know you say the same thing about Planetary. It's not like these were all characters that I was familiar with before. And yeah, I know who Batwoman is and I know who Batwing is, but um, there there wasn't enough there with the first issue from what I glanced at that made me giddy to have it back. But hearing you talk about it, once the first arc is done, I'll 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 definitely come back for it. Yeah, listen, everything you guys are saying I get because there's certainly books that I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like the original's perfect. I don't need you uh-huh. to touch it. And I and I and it's probably just each person has their own little personal gauge for that. And and like like I said at the beginning, if if you had told me this is a planetary book, I'd be like, nah, dude. Like, come on, like, nah, you can't you can't do that. Like, that's crazy. Like, I'm not gonna let's it's gonna be that's nonsense. Like, like for me. Like, what are you guys thinking? That, and so the fact that I just read these without having the prior knowledge of that, yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I feel like I'm being fairer to it than I would have because I'm like, oh, sure, they're actually executing it well. But I totally get it if you're like, nah, it's still my thing. Like I get that. Like I mean, that's that's why we have. I'm just not cows. trying to harsh your mellow. I, 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 I no, you're dudes. I, listen, I'm like nothing's better than like an unexpected uh, for like, sure book that you're like, oh, this is like. I thought this was going to be whack or I thought it was going to be mid, you know, I was like, okay, I'll read the first issue and be mid, whatever. Anyway, mid, 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 Oh my goodness. He's so happy. Love to see that. Yes. And we hope you're happy after listening to this because we want you to come back next time. Remember, get yourself to a comic book shop, buy a whole mess of books, not, as much as David Cho, but buy a whole mess of books. Can you believe that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I spend like $500 a week on comics. I buy everything. It's like, The thing, what? too, is he's a real one, though, because he was rattling off books. He oh, yeah. Like, it's it's not nonsense. He reads no, all. It's no, it's totally believable. Uh, I, I, no lies detected. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself to a comic shop, buy a whole bunch of books, talk about them online, come to our Facebook page and talk about them there, or better yet, Come to the Slack and and join in on the fun, the Glee Club. Uh, Do yourself a really big favor and say goodnight. I'm going to rectify this situation next episode, I think. This this no soundage here. Just wrong. It's wrong. Nobody wants to hear the sound of my voice. David. Goodnight. What the hell is that? It's a song. I don't know. <laughs> At least it's not Michael Rollerboat. Or... Yes, very nice. Tell them you love them so much. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. That's it for that one.